What's going on, Packers fans? Aaron Negler here with your Packers Daily Chat. Coming to you live on the Cheesehead TV social channels. It's Tuesday. Nothing remarkable going on today other than living in the wake of another Packers loss. An abysmal one to the Las Vegas Raiders on Monday Night Football for the whole world to see. Shout out Dan Katz, who only texts me when the Packers look like garbage. Love you, buddy. Hope you're all doing well wherever you are. Good to see everybody in the comments already mixing it up. It's time for the Green Bay Packers, and more importantly, for head coach Matt LaFleur to dig deep and get to work on all that ails the green and gold right now. Chief among those issues, A number one with a bullet, is getting this young, promising quarterback back on track. Clearly, there are a lot of problems. There are a lot of things going on. There are protection issues. There are drops from the wide receivers. There's a sputtering ground game. There's a lot of stuff to work on. But A number one has to be fixing all of those things in service of and most importantly trying to bolster the play of your starting quarterback. Jordan Love had a very rough night last night. And I'm not going to sit here and tell you like, oh, it was just the worst performance ever or anything along those lines, but it was poor. And it's tough to reconcile the talent that we've seen on display in spurts throughout this season and the lack of progression and or growth from Jordan through these first five games, you're still seeing way too many throwaways and not in the conventional sense of I'm outside the pocket, no one's open and I'm going to toss it into the sideline way too many plays that have zero chance of completion, whether because of the determination he's making, maybe pre-snap, maybe something he sees coverage wise, but the A number, the, the I think the play that really exemplifies the, the problems it comes early in the game when he tries to hit Jaden Reed on what looks like a deep post. And there are way too many uh, possible defenders in the way of that, that throw. And it's on a third and short. And it looks like he's got Musgrave in the flat for at least an easy completion, if not a uh, easy first down conversion. And there's too many of these plays where Jordan's throwing, chucking it sidearm, throwing it up, and these are really low percentage plays. And I understand that the idea sometimes is go give your guy a chance. But as we saw with Aaron Rodgers in town for so long and the, the times that he would give those guys chances, those were calculated risks. And right now there doesn't seem to be much calculation to the risk-taking. I've talked about Jordan reminds me a lot of early Favre. He is definitely a gunslinger by nature so far early on in his career, but it is absolutely costing him and costing the team. And that's something that's got to improve. And I don't doubt, you know, Matt and his staff will be going through everything with a fine tooth comb as far as not only their play designs, but the analytics behind the coverages they're facing, how teams are playing them, how they might be able to take advantage while trying to get Jordan in a bit of a rhythm early in these games. I have my thoughts about that, but you know what I think is immaterial. What Matt LaFleur and his staff do, that's what counts. And they have the bye week now to dig down, dig deep, and try and figure it out because everything's going to flow from Jordan Love on offense. It's the way the NFL is set up. It's the way offense in this league is set up. They have got to unlock that potential because there's still a ton of potential there. Right now, it is not is not coming to the fore, and that's both on 
the player himself, Jordan, no doubt has to play better, and he undoubtedly knows that. But Matt LaFleur has to start putting him in some better situations, start helping his young quarterback a little bit more. Hello to everybody in the comment section. So good to see everybody mixing it up. Look at this. What What's up, New York Cheesehead? Joe is here. Joe is dropping tons, tons of comments in here. What's up, Joe? I hope you're doing well. Uh, before I get to your comments, I want to give a shout out to our good friends over at Firecracker Farm. That's right. Spice up your game with Firecracker Farm's amazing hot salt. Everything is better with hot salt. What is it? It's sea salt infused with ghost, reaper, and scorpion pepper. It's great for grilling, dips, and cocktails, you name it. Who makes it? It's a family brand made by hand in small batches, not in a factory. The guy that makes it is really cool. And a friend of Cheesehead TV, he, his wife, and kids grow the peppers on their farm and make the hot salt right there. And right now, Firecracker Farm is offering a 20% discount for Cheesehead TV viewers and listeners for a limited time on your first order. So go ahead, go to firecracker.farm now, place your order, and get ready to spice up your game. Don't forget to use CHTV at checkout for 20% off. That's firecracker.farm, promo code CHTV for 20% off. All right, folks, let's get to it. See what folks got to say. I'm sure there's plenty to talk about after the abysmal showing in Las Vegas last night. Ryan starts us off. Thanks, Ryan. I believe that Jordan can be a good QB, but his decision-making has to be better. He needs to learn how to slide and to look through his progressions. (laughs) Well, actually, he did slide last night. There was that one play where the corner peeled off the receiver and was looking to decapitate him, basically, and uh, he did a great job of getting down and sliding. I know earlier in the game he had that big run off the left side. I think he tripped over his own feet there at the end. So I think he probably would have slid if he hadn't tripped. But I don't think, you know, the sliding thing, I mean, you're trying to make a play. I I have a hard time killing him for that. But your first point is kind of echoing what I was talking about at the beginning there. Definitely better decision-making, a little less loose with the football. Ball is life. The ball is life. And you live and you die on turnovers. And right now they are dying. Ed, thanks, man. Whatever happened to short passes to get your QB in a groove? I got the even Bear fans pity me blues. (laughs) Well, I mean, look, Matt changed his approach in that regard. It wasn't like he was coming out gunning it for Jesus last night, like right off the bat. Now, there was the one aforementioned deep shot to read. But for the most part, you know, you saw the quick out to Christian Watson early in that the first drive. And you saw some stuff. You know, drawn up for shorter completions. It wasn't like there was a ton of air yards involved. So I think Matt tried to change his approach. Um, they just needed probably a little bit more variety and to feature the wide receivers a little bit more. But yeah, I, I would like to see Jordan on the move a lot more. Use that boot action. I mean, the two biggest plays of the night came off boot action, and I don't think that's a coincidence. Now, as Andy just talked about on Let's Talk Football, I don't think you can spam it. You know, you're not going to call it every other play or anything. But I do think utilizing the boot action is going to help Jordan a little bit. Abdul, what's up, man? Thanks so much. Hey, Aaron. I saw on passes over five yards, love is 14 to 32 for five INTs in the last two weeks. Is this just bad two weeks or cause for concern? Well, you know, it's a bit of both. It's a bit of both. It's definitely a bad two weeks. Bad two weeks at the office. Um, and it is a bit of concern if he doesn't learn from it. You know, I, I, what's frustrating is they had 10 days prior to this game and you're still seeing this propensity to try and push it downfield with a little success. Now, at the same time, he did place a few in spots where guys could have gone up and made a play or gone to the ball and gotten it, you know, 
Um, everyone's going to remember the last play to Christian Watson, but there was an earlier one to Watson up the seam on the left side where, I mean, it was, in a, it was like a bomb handoff. You know, Watson's got to haul it in. So I do think, you know, mostly, yes, it, it's concerning if he doesn't learn from it and look better off the back end of the bye week, and they don't change their approach just a little bit. Ben, thanks, man. Uh, I love my team. Understand there's growing pains, but coaches and players got to show us something now. Seeing is believing. Yeah, I don't think that's unfair. Look, we will undoubtedly hear over the next two weeks, and I've already heard it more times than I can count, less than 24 hours after the game has been over. Young team, growing pains. This was all expected. Growing pains were expected. There's no doubt about that. But ineptitude on offense was not part of the gig. Like, I'm all about the idea that, yes, this is a young team, but you would suspect with all that upside and all that promise and all that athleticism, all that ability, you'd be seeing a few more spurts of maybe not even explosiveness, though that would be nice, but just a little bit of cohesion and an ability to move the football and you know, put up more than three points in a half. You know, I'm not, I'm not a crazy person in that regard. I'm not asking for a 30-point half or anything of that nature. That would be nice. But yeah, there's there's way too much talent. Even if it's young and inexperienced, there's way too much talent for them to look this inept week after week after week. That's That's a bit of a concern. Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Michael, thanks, man. I'm still optimistic about 10. Am I crazy to say we should give him at least one full season before making a concrete declaration about his future? You are not crazy at all, Michael. You're the one level-headed person on the internet. I mean, I'm kidding, of course. But no, yes, no, that's not crazy at all. 100% give him the season. He's still got plenty of football ahead of him this year. And like I said, we'll see what happens off the bye week, what the approach is, how he plays. Is he improving? Is he learning from mistakes? And this is something I talked about all summer long. There are going to be rough patches. There are going to be really ugly stretches. How does he respond? How does he grow from it? Does he grow from it? Does he learn from his mistakes? First big inflection point is here. Let's see how he responds. Cheeto, thanks for the super chat, man. For Jordan Love, I assume coaching and experience lead to better play. However, Lafleur has a problem getting punched in the mouth. Oh, he hopefully he had an epiphany with the Dylan drive. Punch back hard. Yeah, but did they get punched in the mouth last night? I mean, I don't know. What Josh Jacobs had 69 yards, averaged 3.5 yards per carry. And Garoppolo, 208 yards with a touchdown and an interception. 
and the defense put him in a position to win this game. Yeah, I don't know, man. The whole punch in the mouth thing, I, I get what you're saying, but I didn't see a, a, a team get punched in the mouth last night. Like, I just saw a team continue to shoot itself in the foot, continue to be unable to get out of their own way on offense, and a defense that desperately tried to keep him in the game all night. That's what I saw. Um, what else we got? Abdul, thanks again, man. Are we too talented to struggle this bad on O? Yes and no. I mean, I do think Matt probably has to change how he's game planning and or calling the games themselves, given what he has to offer uh, on offer personnel wise. Came into the season thinking you had David Bakhtiari at left tackle and Aaron Jones was going to be your lead back. And that has obviously been wiped away. Now, hopefully they get Aaron Jones back on the backside of the bye week, but who knows when it comes to that hamstring. But Bakhtiari's absence is being really, really kind of exploited by defenses. And, you know, obviously it doesn't help that they've faced two premier pass rushes these past two games, but it's not like teams haven't learned how to operate when they face premier pass rushers. I mean, typically the old adage is you run at them. And I saw way too many times last night where they were running away from Crosby and he was still messing things up. You know, saw a lot of plays where, yep, that probably looked great on the whiteboard, but actual humans, people who haven't done this a whole lot, have to go out there and try and make it work. Again, I think part of it is approach. Not all of it, but part of it is what you what are you asking these guys to do conceptually? I mean, there's one play in particular. I just I went back and watched it today because I was like, did I really see what I just saw? And they legit, you know, motion Patrick Taylor. It's kind of a pony in, in a shotgun set with Wilson on the other side. They motion Taylor in and they try to run the ball again away from Crosby with Crosby unblocked. And I guess the motion's supposed to fool him or something. I don't know what's going on. Now, maybe someone forgot to cross the formation or completely whiffed on an assignment. I don't know. But like, why are you even running that play? What, what do you, who do you think you're fooling? I, those, it's way too much cuteness last night for a team that needs the reps, even in just the most basic concepts, playing it together, learning it, you know, continuing to learn the NFL game. I mean, let's, let's do that. Let's walk before we start running here. And that's, that's what I saw. Uh, Abdul, thanks again, buddy. Do you really think Jones is the cure for this offense? Seemed like the issue is lack of accuracy. He would have helped, but not sure how he would be the fix-all. Oh, I don't know if he's a fix-all, but yes, he is a cure for the offense. Mostly because more often than not, you're going to be living ahead of the sticks with Aaron Jones. Go back and watch the Bears game. I mean, they are ahead of the sticks when he is on the field. When you're constantly in second and 10, third and nine, it's a tough world to live in the NFL. You know, and I'm not saying it's impossible, and I'm not saying that Jordan doesn't still have to execute, but man, you are helping everybody out if you can stay ahead of the sticks. And right now, Aaron Jones is the one dude who gets you there with consistency. And we saw a little bit from AJ last night. I mean, it's a miracle to watch some actual run blocking occur. Now, of course, it was against a completely terrible run defense, but hey, the plays were there to be made, and for the most part, they did a nice job in that regard when they we're firing off the ball, running between the tackles, using AJ as he's probably best utilized. But yeah, Aaron Jones changes the whole dynamic. There's no doubt about that. <laughs> oh, boy. Here we go. Oh, wait. Before I get there, Don Vito, thanks to the Super Chat, man. Why is there no acknowledgement about wide receiver consistently dropping balls and getting Watson to play like he's, you know, six foot four? 
Uh, no acknowledgement by who, Don Vito? I've seen a lot of that today, actually. Um, but I hear you. Yeah, you got to play to your size. You got to play to your advantage, which you should have had over the corner that sunned him in that final play. But uh, yeah, you got it's it's. I'm not going to say endemic of this team in general, but man, you see a lot of guys who do not have the that's my ball mentality. Whether it is Christian Watson, whether you flip it around and look at Keyshawn Nixon on defense. Darnell Savage you know, has this affliction as well. Like that, that ball is yours. Go get it. I mean, Christian Watson on the second interception, that defender runs his route for him. Needs to be way more suddenness out of that break, way more, uh, that's my ball, I'm going to get it. Even if you feel the defender undercutting that route, then fight through it and go get the ball. Hell, he might even get a penalty call on it. But, like, that's your football, man. Your quarterback is trusting that you're going to make that break. Go get it. So, yeah, I, f- I feel you there, man. Definitely. Drunk Hammer Nate, aptly named, all caps, tank for Caleb, hire Belichick. Let's come back from La La Land, shall we? John, thanks, man. Anyway, we get Jones more involved after the bye. I know he has been asked a million times, but he would help this offense immensely, as we all know. We'll see. I did love on the uh, broadcast last night, you know, early on, they were mentioning Aaron Jones and the fact that, Matt LaFleur had some kind of like, you know, big, I guess I'm trying to remember their phrasing, like robust package involving Aaron Jones. And I'm like, what? Oh, what? Six whole seven, maybe seven plays? Because that's the joke, right? They never get Aaron Jones involved. But I mean, it's hard when you go through the whole week thinking you got a guy available, not only a guy, but the most important, best offensive player. And then he suddenly kind of taken away from you the day before the game that's a little tough and that's a little rough no doubt about it nick thanks man overreaction tuesday we stink hashtag a lot of ball game left well and that's the thing right they stink there is zero doubt about that no one's trying to hide it or at least they shouldn't be but it's october 10th stinking on october 10th all right that's where they are right now but they play a whole lot more football and we'll see what happens when they do. Lewis, thanks, man. Need two to three yards to throw for 10 plus. Need 10 plus throw for two to three rinse repeat. Gee, that sounds like uh, somebody else. We used to play quarterback for the Green Bay Packers. Mimsy, thanks, man. Watson is a wide receiver one if uncontested. Otherwise, not great. Okay. I, I mean, look. Yes. As we were just talking about, we do want you to be a lot more physical you do want your guy to go and get it like no question about it but okay not great no no is he a great receiver yet absolutely not now is he still very and i mean extremely young yes does he have time to develop and become that kind of guy absolutely so let's not completely like toss him aside and i'm not saying that you're calling him a bust or whatever but like he's got a lot of football left to be played and a whole lot of potential yet to reach. I, I for one, am excited to watch him reach it. Abdul, thanks, man. Do you think we still extend love in season now? Good chance if he turns it around and gets back to playing like we saw earlier in the year. I mean, like I said, it's a pretty important inflection point right here, though. Um, what are we, five games in? He's He's got to play better. And there's no two ways about that. He knows it. Matt knows it. 
We'll see what develops off of the bye week. I mean, you're asking me right now, watching that performance last night? No, obviously not. But they're not making that decision on October 10th. Let's see how he's doing late November. If he's turned it around and is playing a lot better and uh, showing promise on offense, it's a good chance they open up that communication. But we're away from we're a ways away from that. John, thanks, man. Despite Preston versus Adams, Preston played amazing. Yeah, Preston played a really good game. Uh, he was hustling. He was strong at the point of attack, getting off blocks, making tackles, had a sack. I mean, yeah, really liked what we saw from Preston last night, no doubt. Mimsy, thanks, man. Goody needs to turn down the RAS and turn up the dog. <laughs> hey, you know, I'm I'm joking, but I kind of agree. I mean, let's find dudes who want to hit. I will say, and to that point, man, Russell Douglas is a joy to watch. He was everywhere last night, and he was physical as hell, diagnosing things, arriving in a bad mood, getting guys on the ball, messing up their trick plays. I mean, it, it was a joy to watch Rasul back this morning when I was re-watching the game, but uh, need more of that. Definitely need more of that attitude, that uh, fight, and the physicality, all of it. John, thanks again, man. Is Matt LaFleur helping 10 with his offensive scheme, with this offensive scheme? John, I don't think as much as he could be. I mean, that's kind of how I led the chat here. I think, you know, Matt's got to do a deep dive on himself and the scheme and what he's asking the quarterback to do and put him in some better positions. Now, that's really easy for me to say. And I know there's a whole other world where you've got to deal with a million things to do exactly that. But that is the job, you know. And here's the other thing. What if Jordan Love does start playing better, uh, but they keep losing and the team doesn't look like it's heading in the right direction and or Jordan continues to show flashes, but doesn't improve. Now, do you automatically go and draft another quarterback? Or do they start talking about Matt LaFleur's job and Matt not being the guy to bring Jordan along? I mean, only people within the organization can answer that question, obviously, but it's not a foregone conclusion that, okay, Jordan Love doesn't play well this year okay, they tank for Williams or whatever, and they end up with, in a position to draft another quarterback. I know most fans would probably want them to, but they made the move from Aaron fucking Rodgers to play this kid. Something tells me they really believe in his promise and his potential. Now the question becomes, is Matt the guy to bring it out of him? We'll see. We shall see. Sideline Report says, Packers play with zero intensity. Not so sure I agree with you there, especially on defense last night. I thought we saw guys flying to the ball. Uh, there's no doubt it, it's hard to watch some of the passive stuff at times, scheme wise, but I didn't fault their effort at all last night. Uh, on offense, yes, you'd like to see a little bit more production in the running game. You'd like to see guys breaking more tackles, but yeah, I don't know, man. I, I can't agree with the zero intensity thing. <laughs> Dennis, pay Rashawn Gary. I think they will. They will eventually. I mean, we'll see how far into the season we get. I doubt we get to uh, the point where they're talking about having to possibly put the franchise tag on him at the end of the season towards the start of free agency. But stranger things have happened. So stay tuned in that regard. All right, everybody. I got to get going. I can't thank you enough for hanging out, talking Packers each and every day. Carry the G Club members, Patreon members. Don't forget, happy hour at the top of the hour. The info is... <laughs> both places this week so hopefully you can all join uh for the rest of you please 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 do me a monster favor hit like on the video subscribe to the channel 
and then tell your friends and tell your family. Cheesehead TV, we are devoted to Green Bay Packers fans worldwide. Thanks a lot, everyone. Have a great night. Go Pack Go.